Hey, this is Joseph Thompson. Thanks for listening to the Open Spaces podcast. Why don't you sit back, relax, and join me as we take a journey together into wide open spaces. And welcome. Uh, For those of you who uh, were with us last week, well, then you're excited about part two or the concluding part of our incredible uh, conversation with Hope and Kenneth. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time and who are unfamiliar with whom Hope and Kenneth Clark are, um, these are not just my friends, they're family. I've known them for more than half their lives. And that's an incredible thing to say because um, they are in their mid-40s now. But the best part about it is that this journey of life that we're on together has been such a great uh, opportunity for us to grow together and learn together. And today, Kenneth is... Uh, And I did their wedding, but now Kenneth is the one providing premarital and marriage coaching and consultancy. Uh, He runs a nonprofit here in Central Florida, and for over 20 years, he served in ministry and corporate leadership roles. So he's really competent at building lasting relationships. And so I'm really excited about the prospects that lie ahead of him for what God has laid out in front of him. And Hope, as I said last week, and in case you missed last week, I, I want to say it again. Hope uh, and my wife are so similar in the sense that they walk into a room and they change the atmosphere of that room. There's such a sense of calm and peace that walks in with them when they come in. There's always a smile. And it makes sense because she's a holistic health and wellness coach. And she's, she's skilled at empowering families to take control of their physical, emotional, and mental well-being. She's a certified essential oil specialist. And she uses all kinds of natural plant-based methods and mindset mastery to, to help us defeat uh, self-sabotaging habits and replace them with healthy habits. So she does this across the country, and they've been married now for 19 years, and they have three incredibly beautiful daughters. And so uh, I, I really want to welcome Kenneth and Hope to the sh- program again today. Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much for having us. So, yeah. So good. Hey, let me, I'm in the building. I'm excited to be here. What's up? What's up? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Cut me off. Yeah, sorry for cutting you off, Kenneth. I was just excited because I wanted to say, Hope, it was your birthday last week. So happy birthday. Uh, uh, thank you. You are truly, you are truly mid-40s now. <laughs> uh, you, you know, uh, that's, that's a reality. Okay, so let's jump right into it because obviously when we uh, um, meet together, we tend to really engage deep conversations and time flies by so quickly. And I have a number of questions and ideas that I want to run by you guys today. And so um, first one is, um, uh, Kenneth, let me direct this at you because less than a year ago, you were the primary leader at uh, one of the locations of a large church here in Central Florida. And now you're leading your own organization and... So, so I want to understand what that transition has been like for you and what are some of the valuable lessons that you've learned along the course of your journey in over 20 years of ministry and um, secular employment? Yeah, great, great, great question. Loaded question. But uh, I think uh, off the top would be everything that, that we go through leads up to something. Yeah. It's, and so, so many times we go through our life, we'll land at a place and feel like, um, am I in the right place? Am I doing the right things? And I just, what I've learned, one of the biggest lessons is everything that I've done since, whether that playing ball or working at 
companies early on or every company I've worked for, every church I've been a part of, everything I've done has led up to this season. Mm. And so I don't look back and say, man, I, that should have been different. No, I trust God in, 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 in that journey. But I think for me, anytime, and if you listen to this, maybe you're in a situation where you're completely in a spot where you feel pretty comfortable, but man, you know there's more. And so I think for me, uh, leaving a place that, that that could feel like, man, it's Man, it's it's cool. There's some safety there. So there's there's some you know there's the things that we would say life is successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, resources, accessibility, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, just things all, are good. All the things that make you all feel the things like on paper that would succeeded. say yes. Yeah. And so when it felt when when it's time to 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 pursue something else, it doesn't always make sense to the people that are around. And so what I had to learn is, you've got to do what you feel. God is calling you to do, and you got to feel what you feel like the 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 best of you could provide to mm. to people that you're going to serve. And so, it the the it was a faith journey for me. I think uh, coming out of that was the biggest step of faith for really trusting God. Because when you jump and there's no safety net, mm. when you jump, you're not jumping to something. You're jumping because you feel like God has 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 asked you. And I was listen. I love. Uh, I was listening to um, uh, Steve Harvey. He said something. He said, "Man, you will got you'll never fulfill everything that God has for you until you jump. At some point in your life, everybody that's successful in doing what God's created them to do has to jump." I love that. And when you jump, that chute may not open right immediately. You may not catch wind. You may hit some rocks. Mm. Matter of fact, you will hit some rocks on your way down. Mm. But if you stay with it long enough. That wind will catch. It'll catch. It'll catch, and you will you, you poof, and you'll fly, and you'll soar, and you will see things and do things that you never thought possible. But it, it requires jumping, and a lot of us will never jump, which means a lot of us won't reach the full potential that God has for us. And so I think for me, uh, and then just um, we we don't grow in comfort. Mm. We grow in discomfort, but so many, including me in seasons of my life, will say, I'll do that when it feels good. When it feels what? Comfortable. But mm. we don't grow in comfort. <laughs> we grow in discomfort. Mm. Yeah. And so even though there's a season of uncertainty, I've never been more connected to Jesus because if he don't show it's over. And so it's like every day, God, God. You know, but like I'm in Nigeria. Like if I don't pray today, like we ain't eating God. And so if you don't show up, this is over. And so, but, and so, and, but, and many yeah. people may not even understand that beautiful reference you made to feeling like you're in Nigeria. I am Nigerian and we, you and I have been to Nigeria together a number of times and uh, the intensity and passion with which people praise second to none. So that's the reference you're making for those who don't understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And yeah. out of real context, I think when we were there 10 years ago traveling, so many of us in, in the States, well, man, we have a credit card in the West. And so, man, if God doesn't come through tonight for a meal, I got a credit card. I got a MasterCard. I got Visa. I'm Gucci. But there's some parts of the world, 80% of the world, there is no plastic. There is no credit. If, you, if God doesn't show up, you don't eat. Mm. And there was, we, we were joking about it, but there was days... Well, God, I, I know I know I was obedient, but if, if this doesn't, if you don't show up in this, I don't know. I don't have a plan B, C. Mm. You are it. But he's been faithful, and the opportunities that have come out the woodworks far surpasses what I ever expected. I'm flying. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> incredible. I love that. Hopeful, I know this question was more geared towards Kenneth because he's the one who held the role um, at, at this large church and um, decided to transition. But such decisions cannot be made in isolation. You're his wife and mm-hmm. um, you have three beautiful daughters that uh, you guys are responsible for. Um, when he decided that there was more that God wanted him to pursue, how did you respond? What was your th- feeling? How did you navigate that? Uh, I was ready. <laughs> I was right there with him. Um, you know, there's, there's this understanding that when you, when you, if you have to adapt yourself to be somewhere, that's called fitting in. When you are naturally yourself, uh, you belong. Mm, interesting. I love okay, that. Okay, so the 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 sense of I belong everywhere I go is is an is a sign of complete security, internal security. When you're in a corporate structure or at a business or in an environment, and you are adapting yourself to fit in, you're adapting yourself to to belong there. That's that means you're fitting in somewhere, which is a, which is a red flag. It's like there's something more for you, and you know it but you're afraid to leave that comfort zone. And so I, I witnessed that, and I watched that tax on my husband. Mm. And so when he was ready to say, I think there's more, mm. I think I'm being called into something different, mm. but I don't know what it is yet. I was like grasping let's his hand and saying, well, where's the cliff? Let's go, you know? <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. Where, let's go. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was excited and ready, and yeah, it's scary, um, but... Everything good is. And ultimately very rewarding. I, I, love, yeah. I love how Kenneth referenced the Steve Harvey quote. That, that just really speaks volumes to me. Everybody who's ever been successful at anything that mm-hmm. God has called you to in life has had to jump mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. You've had yeah. to jump. There's a, there's a jumping off that is as scary as heck because you don't know if you'll be successful you don't know if you'll be able to pay the bills at the end of the month. You don't know mm-hmm. if um, uh, you definitely have heard from God or if this is just <laughs> you wanting to do something. I mean, mm-hmm. there are all of these ifs. But I also used to have a pastor friend in Indiana who used to say, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we've, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. So, yeah. <laughs> so in, in other words, you know, we can do all the ifs and buts but ultimately we must leap. You know, yeah. we can make all the excuses, all the ifs and buts. Uh, if this happens, then this will, well, but what about this? We can do all of that. If, if some buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Yeah. But ultimately you've got to take the jump and the jump is into a void. Mm-hmm. It's always into a void. Mm-hmm. But that's what I love about the scripture. It says, it talks about his everlasting arms. Yes. And that means when you jump, it may be into a void, but his everlasting arms will catch you. They're under you. The fall may be long and tedious and painful and scary, but his everlasting arms are there. It's kind of like telling a kid, uh, your little kid who hasn't learned to swim, but he's got all the little armbands on now and everything, <laughs> and he's standing at the edge of the pool, and you're saying, jump, that'll catch you, jump. I mean, the hesitation, the kid's standing, and then finally he jumps. There's a look of terror on his face, but he jumps. And then you catch him, so his head doesn't go under, but he splashes into the water, and that feeling is exhilarating. And suddenly, he wants to just keep doing it repeatedly. 
Yep. Well, I love that analogy, except for we somehow don't seem like the kid to learn trust that easily. Because how many times have we had to jump before? Yeah. And God has caught us. But then when he says jump again, we hesitate again. <laughs> That's the beauty of the child. That's why Jesus said we should be like these little children. If we're not like them, we can't enter the kingdom. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. I love that. So let's talk then um, a little bit about what you're both dreaming of for the future. What is it that ignites a fire under you uh, that when you wake up every morning and you can't, uh, you, you can't slow down? Well, I think the, uh, the thing that uh, most resonates with Hope and I is doing things together. I think uh, our marriage has been unique. Uh, me coming from uh, never meeting my father, uh, raised poor. She grew up in the, in the farm uh, with both parents. And obviously, they uh, um, because she married me, there was some separation, me being black and her being white. And so we've kind of been on this journey together. We knew that God put us together and we are better together. I know that's a cliche. It's past, but I'll keep I'll keep tagging it because it's true. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but but we could do things. We wanted to build a life that we don't need a vacation from. Yeah, I love that. Right. And so I think now we we we've done the thing where we've done individual things, but we've been together. But we we were, we were doing our own thing. Now we're at a place where we 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 we've cleaned the whiteboard. And so what do we want to build together? Together. together. And so that, that this changes the games and it opens up to what, what the, what's possible. And so uh, one of the things uh, that I, I've always come back to um, is being able to uh, work, work and walk with couples. So that's, you know, focusing on, on those that are getting uh, about to get married. So working with premarital and, and, and couples and then even with blended families. And so I love people. I love couples. I've been... Um, working with couples for 20 years uh, in the context of, of a church or in ministry, but the heart, year, t- 15 years ago, Hope and I talked about, man, doing uh, marriage conferences or retreats or weekends. And so now that it, it, it I love that it still, it, it has resurfaced again and it never went away. And so those are some things where we went into uh, coaching and being able to now mentor um, uh, fatherless elementary boys, mm. um, working partner with our local school district, here um, is is an incredible opportunity. And for me, never having a dad, never meet my father. Now I've got 35, 40 men that will go in and will mentor with these boys on on campus and then on the weekends, be able to do some really, really fun things to introduce them to new opportunities. So not only do I get to be a part of some of the men's life and we get to impact these boys, part of with couples, and then I've, you know, me and Hope work together with uh, the natural uh, with, with doTERRA, with using essential oils and the healthy living. So we're doing all these things together. And what's great is every time we make a decision, it's a family meeting with our girls because mm-hmm. they're a part of this. Mm-hmm. They're part of all of this. And so from transitioning, from dad jumping, they knew every step what was, what was about mm-hmm. to take place, mm-hmm. what, what would be some things that would be a little different as we're making transitions. So I feel now that we are closer together as a couple and we're closer together as a family than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. And you can't I'd put agree. a price. Last week I was reading in something and it said, um, you, can always, you can always make money. You can't buy time. Mm-hmm. And I love that because we're making decisions that allows us to spend more time with each other, give more time to people, to serve more people. You can always make money. Mm-hmm. You can always get a job. But what's possible? What if you went for it and it works? What's possible? And I think that's, that's where we are. 
Yeah, I, I that's incredible. Hope, do, do you want to add anything to that? Just that it it feels really fun to be able to merge together things that really empower people to to live their best life, to live out their highest passions and purposes and callings. That for me is why natural health is the bedrock for that. If mm. if we cannot fulfill our calling if we're not well physically well. If yeah. we're not physically well mm. or emotionally well or mm-hmm. mentally stable. Mm-hmm. We can't fulfill our highest potential. Um, marriages and relationships, we're born for relationship. Mm. And so having being able to navigate relationships in a healthy way helps us to live out our purposes and callings. And then the passion project of that Vibrant Families is for my husband and, and mentoring fatherless boys has been a dream come true for him. Mm. And so I, I love that our whole family is, we're about doing things that empower people in a very whole life kind of way. It just feels really good. Wow. Uh, that's so, you know, if I didn't know you guys personally and if I wasn't living life together with you, I'd think, ah, this sounds really idealistic. I don't know how anybody can truly say they're living that way. But I know it's true. Our bills are paid. I, I know, I, I know <laughs> it's true. We're happy. I, I, not only that, I know you, you mentioned uh, you guys made the decision you wanted to live a life that you never needed to take a vacation from. Yeah. And I watch you guys do it. My older daughters, who are in their late 20s, um, uh, spend as much time at your house with your family as they do in mine, <laughs> visiting us. Now, of course, uh, they don't live with us. Well, uh, my older daughter doesn't. But um, they, they get to hang with your family as much as mine. And yeah. you guys are constantly doing stuff together at the beach. You're going to concerts with, with your girls in place. Mm-hmm. I, I just love it. I, I think it's... It's a beautiful, beautiful picture of possibilities, what can be. Um, well, I think, well, Joseph, for me, I think, um, before your next question, what, what better way could we empower families than if they had more time and more resources to spend with the most important relationship that we have? And that's our marriage, and then that's our relationship with our kids. Yeah. And I think when we're able to a lot of us, and I was on that track to really grind in my 20s and my 30s and in my 40s, and I'm not home a lot. I wasn't home a lot. And then when I finally felt like we hit a stride, but then the kids are gone. Mm. And now I'm begging, now come back. And they're like, I was there for 18 years, and now you want me to come back. And so I'm trying to, how do I invest into them now when they, mm. they live with me? They're, we're together. And so I'm not in this season where when they do leave, I'm I'm so trapped that... I now have the resources. Everything I work for, we have it now. No, 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 no. Yeah. You know, so I think that's a great paradigm shift uh, to have because uh, we are uh, part of a culture that suggests that um, your twenties and thirties and uh, early forties are the years for grinding and making all that money and creating the security for your future years when your kids are gone and you can live uh, the life that you've always wanted. And that just seems sort of mixed up to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically I'm working, I have kids whom I'm working to get rid of mm-hmm. so I can live the life I want. Uh-huh. It's, I, I know it sounds facetious, <laughs> but that's how it's sort of, when you think about it, uh-huh. the way the, the grind has been described, and I'm, and it's I'm not, absurd. I'm not minimizing work. I'm not minimizing. No, no. I don't effort. think anybody's listening to this. I and mean, thinking I'm thinking that. there's there, there's different ways to work. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I work where I'm available? Now, that was the, that was really impa- important for Open. When we first got together, was 
because of our backgrounds, we wanted to create something from from jump mm-hmm. that we want to be home mm-hmm. with our kids. And so that was that was for us. And so we mm-hmm. we're now just in that place to being really intentional about about building that. Well, let me let me ask you guys one last question. Again, we've come to the end of this show, uh, <laughs> but we're going to have you back again next season because there's so many questions. I tell you what, I I've, I could fill up a book with questions because you guys are for me one of the greatest gifts and blessings in ministry that God has ever given me because with all of my own failings and weaknesses and shortcomings, God knew my heart towards you guys. And he also knew that you guys were open to trusting me. And as I invested in you and poured into you, my wife and I, to the best of our ability, as flawed as I was, to see the sort of people you are and who you've become and who you are still becoming is just such a blessing to me, uh, a gift to me. I, 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 you know, people can talk about building buildings, uh, uh, whether it's a church or a ministry or whatever and all that, but those things crumble after a while. Mm-hmm. They're good, but they crumble. People, on the other hand, who yeah. you take to eternity. And so um, that's incredible. So let me, let's end this on a light note. What's uh, one of the most fun things you do as a family together? Hope let's start with you. <laughs> okay, this sounds kind of funny, but um, I I would take little home videos, like on my phone, little videos of the girls when they were little. And I've seen and them. And I would <laughs> save them on a private YouTube channel. <laughs> and, and then I've made a few little family videos on my computer where I've just taken pictures or videos from when we go on a trip yeah. and create a little video with music to the background. And I save that on the YouTube channel. And so I, we have this private YouTube channel for our family. And the girls will beg, like they will, <laughs> we will sit down with popcorn and we will watch our private YouTube channel <laughs> of them when they were kids. It's crazy. And I've seen some of and them. And they will jump up and dance all the dances <laughs> and sing all the songs and roll it is with laughter. crazy. <laughs> and I sit there and I'm sometimes, sometimes I'm like, really, are we doing this on a Tuesday? And then there's moments where I'm a little emotional because growing up without, that type of structure without that type of memory. I don't even have a photo of me as a child. Yeah. The youngest photo I have of me is when I was 10 years old or so. And so when I look at the legacy that we're building, um, uh, that it's little moments like that where it's like, this is, there, you, you can't put a price on this. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't, you can't. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And you, you said some nice things a few moments ago, uh, Jay. We wouldn't be here without you, literally. Mm-hmm. I was in San Antonio. We were, Hope says we were together. I think we were broken up, but I don't remember. That's still a 20-year debate. What? So, But you, I was in San Antonio, and you called me, and you said, if you love this woman, you need to get back here as soon as you can. And in two weeks, I resigned from my job. I moved, and I was back, and we've been together ever since. So literally, no one's been in our corner directly. My guardians, Brad and Christy, are incredible in San Antonio. But mm-hmm. you've been that leader, that pastor, that mentor for them. 22 years we've known each other, uh, and so we're, we're, we're not here. I remember year four for us when I thought, this is dumb. I'm, I'm, uh, this is... <laughs> year four was what, rough. <laughs> you know, and then we saw, I remember sitting with you and, and Shola and, and ma- mad at y'all. Why y'all ganging up on me? Like, she got problems too. <laughs> but I remember I can look back in the seasons and these pivotal moments. You were there when all of our girls were born, and so I just... We're not here. We're not living and doing some of these things, really any of these things, without your influence, without... Uh, and you, and you've, I texted you last week, thank you for letting me stand on your shoulders. 
And I'm humbled by There's that. There's doors I walk in because because you opened it. And so... Yeah, I'm, I'm humbled by yeah. that. Uh, I don't want to get emotional. So I think uh, what I'll say is I'm so grateful our families are one family. In fact, we, we, we call ourselves the Clompsons, and we have a, a once-a-month get-together uh, that's formal, but we can get together whenever, and we do, whenever we want. And I've learned, there's some games I've learned to play just with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't play them anywhere else. Taco I'll go, be honest. Taco goat yeah, chat. I, I, would say, I would say <laughs> I do not let my hair down, figurative, obviously, uh, with anyone the way I do with my Clark family. Uh, it's, it's incredible. So um, if people want to get a hold of you guys, um, hopefully you do so much for people holistically and your doTERRA business is thriving. Mm -hmm. There's so much mm -hmm. you can do to help people in mm -hmm. wellness. And Kenneth, with all, all the work that you're doing with vibrant families and uh, mentoring young boys and all that, if people wanted to get a hold of you, what's some of the best ways for them to do it? So my personal website is enlighteninghope.com. Enlighteninghope.com. Mm -hmm. And you can find me on Instagram at Pure Hope Life. Okay, Pure Hope Life Instagram. Uh, Kenneth, what about you? Yeah, um, vibrantfamilies.org is a great, great place. That's where you can go with my email, Kenneth at vibrantfamilies.org. Okay. It's probably easy, and I'm on yeah. Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And that's one word, Kenneth at vibrantfamilies.com. Oh, dot, dot org, dot org, yeah. dot org. Yeah. I beg your pardon. All right, fantastic. Well, thank you guys again for being with me, and thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Love you. Thanks for joining us on the Open Spaces podcast. If you enjoyed it, then please like it and share it with your friends. We'd really love to connect with you, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Open Spaces podcast. Mm -hmm.